In this episode, we're going to discuss one of the most essential aspects of our character, and it's a guiding force to our life. We're going to discuss integrity. Are you a man of integrity? Are you strengthening it or compromising it? Is it growing in you or is it slowly eroding beneath you? We'll also uncover one of the most important factors to strengthening our integrity that is commonly overlooked, but this single shift can give you the breakthrough needed to be an incredible man of integrity. Let's get fit. Welcome to TriFit Man. I'm Jerry Bitasco, and I am on a mission to encourage, equip, and ignite men all over the world for breakthrough and unstoppable growth. Thank you for joining me for this episode. Today, we're going to be talking about integrity. And now, integrity is the first of several attributes that we're going to be focusing on uh, in the coming episodes. And this is all in an effort to develop and refine our character as men. Okay, these attributes, they will help us uncover what it takes to be a man of exceptional character. They're also going to help us avoid the common pitfalls and learn better even if we've mishandled or uh, we've done damage to our character, that there's always a way to restore and grow our character back to greatness, right? So I'm really excited about these episodes to come. Please stay tuned, subscribe to the podcast, and you'll get that notification when I drop the next several episodes. Um, okay, so for today in integrity, we're going to explore four key aspects to integrity. What is it? Let's define it. Let's get down to it. What does it mean? Um, we're going to look at things that come to challenge and test our integrity. We're going to look at the benefits of integrity. We're also going to look at how we can protect and cultivate or grow our integrity so that we can become an incredible man of integrity. All right, so let's dive in. What does integrity mean? Now, the most common definition that we hear, if someone says, hey, what does integrity mean? Most of the time people say, oh, it's doing what is right even when no one's looking. While that is correct with respect to the doing part of integrity, what about the things we say and what about the things that we think? How does integrity transfer uh, into the world of thought and into the world of words? So I want to look at this a little bit deeper, and you might be a little surprised by the definition, as I was. It's actually kind of cool. So the first part, I'm just using the Merriam-Webster Dictionary online to define what integrity is. Um, so it means firm adherence or like a loyal attachment to a code or principle, and it's especially used for um, moral sake or mor moral principles, or even sometimes it's used in an artistic uh, manner. So it also means, and this is very interesting, it means an unimpaired condition or a wholeness, okay? So two definitions of integrity, again, it means a firm, loyal attachment to a principle, right? You do not deviate. Once you set the principle, you go, this is the principle, I'm sticking to that principle, it's a guiding uh, principle for my life. Holding to that is called integrity. The second part of it, though, is this idea of wholeness, right? An unimpaired condition. So that seems a little more abstract. And I really love this definition because it starts to speak to the whole part of us, spirit, soul, and body, like the whole part of us, our, our whole being, and how all of that can be in unity, um, our, our spirit, our soul, and our body. It can all be in unity 
with each other, which is very interesting. So we're going to dive into that a little bit. Um, for me, it brought like a really awesome breakthrough. And it also <laughs> helped point out places where I was uh, walking in integrity or doing integrity, but I wasn't thinking integrity. So we're going to get into that a little bit more. Um, now, I also looked this up in a biblical dictionary because I, I go to the Bible whenever I'm trying to establish what a principle is and, and how I should align my life with a principle. I go to the Word of God. I go to the Bible. And I, man, I study to find out what the word means, how it means, you know, what it means in context to where it's, you know, laid out in the scriptures. And so the Bible dictionary actually starts with the definition of wholeness. It talks about it being in an unbroken state, an unimpaired state of anything. It's free from impurities. It's free from corruptness. Uh, it is about being upright. Uh, a pretty close synonym to integrity is uprightness. Um, it can also be uh, synonymous with purity or honesty or being genuine. Um, a lot of times today we'll say authentic. Um, integrity is very, very powerful. And so understanding this definition of wholeness, uh, it's a lot more than just, uh, you know, doing what's right when nobody's looking. It's actually more about thinking what's right even though nobody knows your thoughts, and saying what's right, even though nobody may be around to hear those words, and of course, then doing what's right, even when nobody's around to witness it. All right, so let's talk about, now that we know what integrity is, let's talk about what comes to test it and challenge it. And I'll say the number one thing uh, that comes to challenge our integrity is how we keep our words. So what we say. Um, what we say most often is synonymous with what we're going to do. Or if we say something and we don't do it, we're actually out of integrity. This is really, really the challenge of our life. Like saying what we're going to do, meaning what we say, and then doing what we say. Um, I like to say that it's like we tend to write checks with our words that our actions won't cash, right? It sounds really good to talk about things and and even be dreaming about things and throwing stuff out there. But then when we go to take action, we fall short or we don't take action or, or we say oh, we're going to do all this, but we don't do it. And there's this big void and disconnect in between. We are actually out of integrity. So what's interesting is one of the first aspects, the first principles we can bring to um, learning about how our integrity is tested, is in our words. So out of the book of Matthew 5, 37, Jesus is speaking. He says, just a simple yes, I will, or no, I won't, is enough. Anything beyond this is from the evil one. So anything beyond me saying yes or no um, is going to take me into a place of temptation, right? Where I'm going to now bend a little bit. I'm going to I'm gonna say uh Oh yeah, I can do that. So let me give you a quick example. Like if I was doing a design project for a company and like I used to do a lot of branding and web design and graphic design and there was a time where I would just overcommit, overcommit, overcommit. I would give my word. I would just send my word and be like, oh yeah, I can do that. I can do this. I can do this. Um, all the while, I can't actually... Uh, I can't actually deliver on what I said in the time frame that I said. I just, I said those things to like lock in the job, um, you know, secure the work and then start down the path of doing the work and not realizing or maybe realizing that I didn't have enough 
um, you know, time or dedication or even space to get it all done. So I was giving my word and that wasn't a simple yes. That was a, yeah, I can do it, but you know, I actually couldn't. So I was out of integrity just by what I was committing to in my words and I wasn't allow, um, you know, wasn't aligning with in my actions. So that's definitely one of the areas that gets most challenged is keeping our word. And what follows right behind that, which is really interesting, is like part of the reason why I kept saying yes to jobs and just saying yes and yes is because it would build my ego. My pride would get elevated every time I said yes to somebody because I started feeling important, started feeling valuable, right? We do this with our wives sometimes. For those of you guys out there that are married, you know, wife says, hey, babe, can you um, wash my car this weekend? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I got it. I'll, I'll wash your car. I'll like, I'll like vacuum it out. It's going to be amazing for you because I want to do something really nice for my wife. But Saturday comes and goes and I never did it, right? And I didn't go follow up with her. And, you know, so I was puffing myself up like I'm going to do this great thing and giving a bunch of words, but then my actions fell short. And then, of course, if she asks me about it, I'm going to probably start to defend myself or make excuses for why I couldn't get done trying to get off the hook and, and, but that doesn't take me off the hook of integrity. I am out of integrity, man. I said something, I didn't deliver on it. And as soon as I didn't deliver, we just broke integrity. Now, I have a really wonderful, um, you know, understanding wife who would say like, eh, it's okay. Just let me know when you can get it done next. And that's my next opportunity to step right back into integrity, right? To give my word again, to recommit and go, okay, let me reassess here. I gave my word before a little flippantly, okay? And if we're honest, we do this really easily, right? We just we just toss words out there like, oh, yeah, I can do that. Oh, I can do this. I can do that because we want to feel accepted, important, recognized. And those are good. We will feel all those things. But I promise you, when we say those things and when we deliver on them, there is such a greater reward in that for ourselves, we will know that I gave my word, I was able to do my word, and the person that I was able to deliver for is totally um, impressed, proud, happy, and satisfied. So that's one of the second things that happens is right behind that, pride wants to come in and then lying right behind that. Because in order to save face, sometimes we have to like cover it up. Well, I meant to get to it, but I did, and I, and now we have to come up with the excuses and sometimes even lie to kind of save face, so to speak. And that's taking us even further out of integrity, just digging a bigger hole, right? We have to be really careful with this, just really cautious with going in that direction of pride and lying because it can actually sear our conscience. The Bible says that our, our conscience can be made so insensitive, right? It desensitizes us to that little voice that goes off and goes, you know, you shouldn't have said that. Oh, I shouldn't have committed to that because you're not going to be able to deliver. Um, if we're not careful, we'll get into a point to where we just kind of like don't care anymore and we grow indifferent to actually keeping our word and that's where our conscience has been seared. And so we have to, um, this is one of the elements where we have to be really, really careful here. This will come to test our integrity. This will come to undermine it and erode it away from, from what's solid and what's good. All right. And the last is, of course, when all that's happening, anytime we're out of integrity, we are divided now. We've become unstable. Uh, in the book of James, first chapter, 
uh, verse 8, it says that a double-minded man is unstable in all his ways. So if I'm thinking one way, acting one way, thinking one way, saying things a different way, and acting one way, I am so divided that it's going to bring an instability, uncertainty, and probably a distrust into my character. And everybody around me will know that. Suddenly, people won't be asking you to do things or won't be asking me to do things. Suddenly, the wife will be kind of quiet and like, oh, I'll just wash my own car and kind of like not ask you to do things anymore because that trust is being eroded away. So it's so, so important to understand if we're, if we're divided in our ways and we're, we're, we're being double-minded, if we're acting with pride and, and just throwing out our words carelessly, not able to act on them, that we're being challenged in our integrity right? So I want to give you a quick little example. I want to talk about structural integrity. Now, this is the idea. um, It's commonly used in architecture, engineering, uh, the building, um, building construction and whatnot. And and so structural integrity is when something is uh, built in such a way using certain materials to where it's able to withstand a load without deforming or without cracks generating, right? There's no compromise to the structure. Um, And the ability of that structure to continue and perform its function is intact. It's solid. That's where we get that idea of being solid, right? So I I want you to think of your life like a building, a structure. Sometimes we're a, a, a bridge. Sometimes we're a house, a safety. Sometimes we're um, you know, um, a business, you know, we've got this many, many layers to the structure because we've got many, many responsibilities. However you want to look at it, our life is this structure, right? Um, you can even look at it like a tree, like a, like a great oak tree has incredible roots and the roots are the structural integrity portion. The trunk gives structural integrity to everything that grows above it. So as we look at uh, we'll jump into how to grow and, and of course, protect our integrity. But just understand, when things come to test our integrity, what they're trying to do is they're trying to put such a load on our integrity that causes it to deform, causes it to crack, causes it to actually crumble away so that we are now divided and we're on uncertain and and uh, shifting ground. There's nothing solid about Uh, us. And this is such a critical point to who we are as men and the character that we're looking to develop. If that character has some cracks in it, that character is deforming now to pressure. And that pressure could just be from stress. The pressure could be from society, like um, public pressure. That pressure could be from um, (laughs) the pressure that comes when we give our words away so flippantly and now a bunch of pressure comes and we start to compromise and deform and we're cutting corners and we're cheating and we're, oh, all this stuff starts to come out and ooze through those cracks. That is the greatest challenge is we have to see our life as a structure that needs to maintain its integrity. And even though the stresses and the pressures and even the the storms of life come, that our our integrity stays intact. It stays solid. It does not conform to the pressures that the world presents. All right. So let me just say this too, that what's being formed in us needs to be able to withstand a load. Okay. We need to be able to withstand a load. We need to be able to withstand pressure. Uh, We're going to talk about um, the load of responsibility 
and the importance of being a man that can forbear and and hold and and withstand the the load of responsibility. It's so important for us as men to be able to do that. But that the most important aspect to our character, the most important aspect to being a man who will take responsibility is to be a man who is full of integrity. Every single aspect, spirit, soul, and body is fortified and strengthened and made solid, right? Okay, so let's look quickly at the benefits of integrity. Number one benefit of integrity. This comes out of Proverbs 10, um, verse 9. I want to read it to you out of my Bible. So uh, chapter 10, verse 9, it says, whoever walks in integrity walks securely, but whoever takes crooked paths will be found out. So this is very interesting using this word securely, right? He who walks with integrity walks securely. Um, So this word securely, I just wanted to define that for us. It means to trust. It means to trust in. It means to have confidence or be confident, to be bold, to be secure. So this is very interesting. He who walks with integrity walks with confidence. He who walks in integrity walks in trust, right? Or is found trustworthy. So if you want people to trust you and to notice that you're confident because of your character, that all revolves around walking in integrity or with integrity. As we walk out our day-to-day, that we operate from a place of integrity, right? And there's a warning here too, but he who perverts his ways will become known. So there it is. That's that perversion, that compromise, that deforming of our character um, under the weight, succumbing to whatever pressure from society or, um, you know, wherever we think we need to, uh, you know, poop, you know, puff up our ego or our pride or whatever that's coming in at, that it can be perverted or deformed, right? And so what we need to do is walk with integrity. We need to walk and that will allow us to be trustworthy, to have confidence and to be bold. That is so awesome. Um, This other aspect that I found about the benefits of being a man of integrity, it was found in Proverbs uh, chapter 2. Um, verses six through seven, I'm going to read these to you. So it says, for the Lord grants wisdom from his mouth comes knowledge and understanding. He grants a treasure of common sense to the honest. He is a shield to those who walk with integrity. So one of the most incredible benefits, aside from being a man of who's trustworthy, a man who's full of confidence, a man who, who is bold is the Lord will literally shield you. He says he is a shield to those who walk with integrity. God will be a shield for you when we choose to walk in integrity, when we choose the path of wholeness, being in alignment with our thoughts, our words, and our actions. That is like one of the most incredible things. When I read that, I was like, he is a shield to me. That is, I mean, that's so awesome. I definitely need a shield because there's plenty coming at us as men, you know, in society, in the time, and the age that we live in. There's plenty of things coming to demoralize us, beat us down, tell us we're worthless, tell us we've been doing this wrong and that wrong. Um, many of us have grown up without fathers, and so we've had no idea of what it looks like to, you know, it hasn't, being a great man, being a man of character, being a man with integrity hasn't been modeled for us. And so... 
as I, or as you begin to walk this out and become a man of integrity, God will be a shield to us. He'll be a shield to you through every single storm. He actually brings in extra um, fortification, like the shield is a shield to our structure, right? And even if our structure is maybe prone to cracks or, or might deform a little bit, he is a shield. He's an extra layer of protection, an extra layer of strength, an extra layer of something that is solid and immovable that will protect us. I just thought this was like an incredible uh, discovery. Um, And so I hope that means something and changes something within you that God will be a shield to you as you walk in integrity. Okay, fourth point. How do we protect and cultivate integrity? So one of the greatest places, like I talked about a little bit before, is um, having integrity in every single aspect of who we are, our thoughts, our words, and our actions, okay? Thoughts are so important. This is the missing definition. When people say, oh, it's, um, you know, just doing what's right when people aren't around, that's just addressing the doing part of who we are, right? The action. But what about our thoughts? Because most of the time, our thoughts lead to words, our words lead to actions, or thoughts lead to actions, Thoughts are always the precursor to words and actions. So we have to get our thought life locked down, right? We need to be incredible men of integrity in our mind and in our heart. So out of the book of Titus, chapter 2, 6 through 7, it says, Likewise, exhort the young men to be sober-minded in all things, showing yourself to be a pattern that is an example of good works in doctrine, showing integrity, reverence, and incorruptibility. Super awesome, okay? So exhort young men. That means encourage young men and old men, all men, to be sober-minded, okay? This word sober means to be sound, to be solid, to be firm. Let your mindset be solid. It's got to be firm. It's got to be, it's got to, you have to set your mind on something that is principled, something that is immovable, something that is a tried truth, right? That's why I go to the Word of God, because I know it's a proven capital T truth, that I can rely on, and it's never led my life astray. It's always kept my life, um, as I've given my life to it, it's kept my life as straight and solid as possible. So sober-minded, okay? It means free from injury or disease, and that's also the ability to exercise self-control. Really essential, okay? And Proverbs 23, 7 talks about our thought life and how critical it is. So it says, for as a man thinks in his heart, so is he. You become the sum, right, of what you think. It's not just mere actions. I could, by actions in this scripture, I'm going to kind of talk about what the scripture, the full context of Proverbs 23 means. I could invite somebody over to my house, serve them a plate of food, And all my actions look like I'm doing something with integrity. I'm doing something right. But in my mind, I could be thinking, when is this guy going to finish this meal? I shouldn't have invited him over. I spent so much money like in that food and I don't even think he likes it. Like in my mind, in my thoughts, I could be so out of integrity because it's so divided from my actions. Like we can't be people that, that's where people get this idea like you're being a hypocrite. You're saying one thing and doing another or you're thinking one thing and you're doing another, right? There is this disharmony between thoughts, words, and actions. And those three things, we have to 
Just take account of all three of them and lock it down and walk out integrity. Align those three things. Bring them into wholeness, unity together, right? Philippians 4, 8 says, And now, brothers and sisters, one final thing. Fix your thoughts on what is true, honorable, what is right, what is pure, what is lovely, what is admirable. Think about things that are excellent and worthy of praise. So that's where our mind should be. Our mind should be on those wonderful, honorable, true things. And that is then going to keep our words and guide our actions, right? So speaking of words and actions, Colossians 3 says, and whatever you do or say, do it as a representative of the Lord Jesus, giving thanks through him to God the Father. So whatever we do, whatever we say, our words and our actions, we need to do it as if we are literally representing Jesus Christ himself. You ever thought about that? What you're doing is a representation of Jesus Christ himself. Hopefully what we're doing is a representation of what the Lord Jesus would do, the way he would act, the way he would think about things, the way he would speak about things, right? It's so important because that type of living, living with that kind of integrity will give us solid ground to walk on. We'll be called righteous. God himself will be a shield to us. And the Father will be proud of us as we walk. All right. Okay. So that is the nitty gritty of integrity, right? So keeping our spirit, soul, and body in alignment, wholeness. The way we do this is through our thoughts, words, and our actions. Okay. So I want to challenge you now, our our takeaway, we're going to use the AIM method. This is something that I use with my coaching clients. It's a simple acronym uh, so that we can take AIM throughout our day, throughout our week, and make sure that we are um, accomplishing what we're setting out to accomplish. So A stands for awareness, I stands for intention, and M stands for momentum, right? So as we deploy AIM now, we're going to be aware of how we're thinking, speaking, and of course, acting. We cannot be on autopilot, okay? Take your life off autopilot. Some of us have to have to take the phone and we got to shut it off. Some of us have to get off social media. Some of us have to shut down, you know, our subscription um, TV video and just shut it off because we, we were putting our mind on autopilot. Matter of fact, our mind is like not even conscious to what's going on and subconsciously we're getting fed a bunch of stuff which we might then speak and act on, okay? So we have to be really, really careful. Take life off autopilot. Grab the rudder, grab the wheel, grab the the joystick, whatever it is, whether you're in a plane, train, or automobile. (laughs) Grab hold of the steering wheel of your life and steer by being conscious and aware of your thoughts, your words, and your actions. We must be meticulous. We got to be sober-minded. We got to be sharp with these things, and that will keep us aligned with integrity, right? Now, our intention. What do we intend to do? We intend to build integrity. The way we build integrity is to use our mouth, okay? We have to form the thought, of course, but we have to use our mouth. We have to confess our conviction. So if if you um, want to be a man of integrity, you have to say that out loud. I want to be a man of integrity, 
I want my thought life to match up with the words that I speak, and I want my actions to line up with the words that I speak. So you have to speak that out loud. It's such an important tool. God gave us a voice. God gave us a mouth to be able to speak things out into reality, and it's one of the most important aspects that we, we have to align with. We also have to put a guard over our lips so that we aren't flippantly just giving our word away, right? And just 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 writing all sorts of word checks that our thoughts and our, our actions are never going to be able to back up, okay? We have to let that conviction to our conscience build a new strength. It's a good thing to have that conviction inside, to make sure our conscience is never seared, but that it's strong, right? So we have to set an intention. You have to speak out or write down what you intend to build in terms of your integrity. I intend to keep my word when I tell my wife I'm going to wash her car on Saturday. Okay? I commit to that. Um, I intend to um, be honest with my boss when I say whether I can or cannot do overtime. Be a man of integrity. Yes is yes. No is no. All right? And lastly, momentum. Consistency is king. You're going to hear me say this all the time uh, on the TriFit Man uh, podcast. Consistency is king. The best way to get good at something is to start doing it and keep doing it, even if it's a little bit at a time. Momentum um, is initially difficult. It's like going to the gym. There's that initial like rub and, and friction to just get to the gym. And then when you get to the gym, your workout happens. But then there's the, the challenge of getting back to the gym and then that workout happens and then getting back to the gym pretty soon is kind of like, oh, we're getting a little rhythm here and momentum has been um, established and now we're walking forward. That's like what our, our walk with God is. Just start to walk step by step by step. Don't stop. Don't quit. Don't back off. If you throw your integrity into the garbage tomorrow because you break your word, pull it back, reassess be aware of where thoughts came up and that steered you off course. Check the words that you're using, that you're speaking out over your life, because those are about our intentions, and then see how they align or misalign with your actions, and then just bring that into alignment, right? Okay, so that is integrity. Thank you so much for listening to the TriFitMan podcast. If you're enjoying and growing from the podcast, then please subscribe to our YouTube channel. And also please subscribe to the podcast on Apple and Spotify. And if you could, leave us a review. Uh, you can leave up to a five-star review, whatever you feel um, you got. So your support with this is greatly in- appreciated. It's going to help spread encouragement to men all over the world so we can all grow into men that we were destined to be. If you have any questions, comments, or suggestions for content, please drop those into the YouTube comments. Um, I'll be sure to get those, review them, and get back to you as fast as, as, fast as I can. Um, thank you for joining in on this episode where we discussed integrity. Stay tuned for our next episode. Until then, stay fit and grow strong.